to the second episode of the Happier Ride podcast. My name is Ian. My co-host over here is Andrea, my wife. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Don't make those faces at me. I have a feeling I'm going to make a lot of those faces. I know. That's true. So today, we are going to talk about, well... I don't even really know what to say. I'm going to say it's, we're going to talk about fanaticalism. We're going to get political is the point. We're going to get political today. We're going to go ahead first into that realm, even though a lot of people don't like hearing about it, but here we are. Um, and we figured we should get this one out of the way because it's topical because politics are in the news right now. So to begin with, we'll give you, give you a little background here on what prompted this particular debate um it was back in what october october it was about three months ago it was october and uh, bernie sanders had a heart attack and um to be clear at the time it was a hospitalization for a heart issue it was not out that it was a heart attack which we later found out we later was. found out it was a heart attack but at the time it was not a heart attack it was just a heart procedure. Well, I just want to clarify okay. because I feel like that's relevant to this. So I guess we're just getting right into it. So anyway, uh, my argument at the time, which is similar to my argument is today, was that, you know, this is going to hurt Bernie Sanders' chance of winning the election because, you know, people don't want to have somebody who's going to die be uh, president. Um, so, you know, I was kind of inquiring like what are you going to do about your support and you decided to go on a rant about how <laughs> about how you I'm so, okay uh, continue your your thought because there's a rebuttal here you went on a rant about how you're going to support Bernie Sanders no matter what and it, it doesn't matter what he says or does and you're going to support him because that's who you support. And I said, you know what? That sounds a lot like fanaticalism uh, or fanaticism. Wow. That's how you're spinning this one. And that's how this started. No. So, And then it just rolled into I would, what we're okay. doing right now. Yeah. So I would like to make a few clarifications or give some like not fake news on this one. First of all. At 11 p.m., my darling husband looked over at me and said, so Bernie Sanders had a heart attack. His campaign is over. Who are you going to vote for now? Is, I believe, the words that came out of your mouth. Yes, that's, that's accurate. Okay. That's accurate. At no point did I say that I would vote for Bernie Sanders no matter what. Or no matter what he said or what he did. Like, those words never came out of my mouth, nor is that a sentiment that I have. Well, and I, you did not approach it rationally like, oh, like, you know, what are you going to do? No. You said, Bernie's out. He had a heart attack because he's old. And then he is old. proceeded to tell me that it would be irresponsible for me to continue to support Bernie Sanders because... No one else was going to support him is, I believe, what your argument yeah, was like, and where you were going with this. Let me clarify a little bit here. Uh, I did say that it would affect his campaign. You said, quote, his campaign is over. 
Well, you were right. It, it was not over. Clearly, I can say from all of his supporters, it's not over. But I At believe where I was going with say. it was I was saying that it was irresponsible to support Bernie because he does not have the best chance of defeating Trump. And we're going to get into this about the, the real nitty gritty of why I think that. But that has nothing to do with his heart condition. No, and but it, what but you... I figured his heart condition was going to be the nail in the coffin in this one. And the fact that it's still, he's still just going, you know, he's doing well. You know, I want to go on record on saying that I'm liberal. I'm very liberal. You're not that liberal. I, how am I conservative? You are just not that liberal. Well, like, you're like, oh, I'm very liberal. Like, no, you're not very liberal. You're like moderately socially acceptable liberal. Oh, that is such bullcrap. I am to name one thing that I am conservative on. You are pretty conservative on corporate taxing. You are very conservative no. on insurance companies. You are very conservative. Conservative on like keeping wealth inequality what it is, which I understand you have a vested interest in. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You can't just say I'm conservative in these issues. You got to be a little bit more specific. Okay, you don't want to eliminate health. Well, let's start with the first one. You said I'm conservative when it comes to corporations. Like, explain that one because you don't believe in taxing the wealthy in any real fashion. That's absolutely not true. Well, when have I ever was true? Then you would support people like Bernie. Oh my god. At this point, I support anybody who can is not going to radicalize the nation and in one See, way or another. Again, why is believing that we should like make things more equal, like radicalizing not, the nation? All, that's not all Bernie Sanders wants to do. What else does Bernie say? Does I, he want to make a socialist? No, but like, like, here's one thing. Like, Bernie Sanders came out and said that he wanted to uh, make the vaping industry illegal. So that's what you're going to base this on? I'm just, I'd like to go on record that my husband is, like, heavily invested in cigarettes and marijuana. And when I say invested, I mean emotionally invested. Um, but, like... That's what your issue with him is. That's ridiculous. I just used it as, as one example. Um, okay. I I'm trying to remember. I, this may not have been Bernie Sanders, but he wants to legalize marijuana. Didn't he, want, didn't he want to go back to the gold standard? Wasn't that one of the things he wanted to do? I don't believe so. I'm gonna have to clarify that point. But, yeah, but I don't. I, 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 I seem to remember. To I, I seem remember to remember that being a discussion. I seem to remember that being one of the things that he. Wanted, but it's besides the point. Like the whole point of it is, is um, the the nation is like a like a teeter totter. You know, you have weight on one side and weight on another. Now, what happened was, is we had Obama for eight years, and basically what happened was that pissed off a lot of people. Not myself. I love Obama. I wish Obama could still be president. But yeah, he's he's hands hand over fist better than Bernie. No, what? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. You know what? Here's the thing. I think Obama did okay. I also think Obama was very much a middle of the road guy. And I don't think that we... It, here's what he I'll was ta- more leftist than Hillary was. But th- I didn't really like Hillary either. I know, but I'm I saying voted that... For Hil- I voted for Bernie yeah, last Because time. Bernie is the freaking far end of the spectrum. Bernie is what we need and what... You don't understand is that middle of the road obviously didn't work because we 
it did not win. It didn't work because we, like I said, like because like, let's no go back. one's excited about middle of the road. Well, let's go back. No to, one thinks that gray is that interesting. Let's go back to the teeter totter analogy, and that analogy is like when you, when we had Obama, it teetered the totter to to want to the left. Let's say to the left side, okay. And then what's going to happen is because Obama teetered it more than probably like what. How many of our last Democratic presidents was Obama better than? He was better than Clinton, um, better than... God, we haven't had a lot of Democrat presidents, but... Uh, Admittedly, he was uh, he was better than a lot of them. I, I won't say, like, oh, Obama was the best. I wish he was still president. Like, no, I don't think that. I mean, listen, I would literally take my cat over the current one, but <laughs> I don't... Uh, Obama what had his faults like everybody else yeah yeah and obama's first term was like a goddamn joke like his second term of course like he got he pushed through a bunch because well, that's, that's how but it works like, that's the system the bernie's not gonna buck afford, that the system. affordable care act essentially is like i'm sorry it's a disaster because obama was so busy compromising and trying to be a good guy about it like because, guess what happens this this is the teeter-totter and and you haven't let me actually finish this whole analogy so let me finish it so right, when sure so knows. trump has evened out the balance that no he hasn't uh, i'm saying okay. he evened out the balance of the eight years we had of obama what happens is, is when you when you move yes i agree we have gone too far in the wrong direction but it's kind of natural and the only way to rebalance this teeter this this teeter totter analogy which i now realize like a scale might have been a better analogy is you want to be even because if you piss off the right too much you we end up with this because we pissed off the right so bad for eight years that this is the result they mobilized and they freaking got trump elected and we need to rebalance that so that this side's not exactly happy but not exactly unhappy and this side that's how you create a a a, uh, calm society and this this is like what preempts like a civil war. Now I'm not against a civil oh, war. Okay, am I allowed to talk now? Yeah, sure. You can okay, talk. great. Um, so now that you finished your incredibly flawed scale slash teeter totter argument, first of all, like, do you think that we're going to present any Democrat that is going to be a centrist? And the right and the people that support Trump are going to be like, oh, well, that Democrat's okay. No, absolutely not. No, they're not. not. So why are we appeasing them? Because... Why appease those people when we know what they're trying to accomplish is not right? Because that's how you get civil war. I... That's not how we... We're not going to get civil war. And again, secondly, if you allow the Democrats to take their position and actually not put in a neutered Democrat or... Democrat that is motivated by corporate greed, you might have someone that'll stand up to the NRA and get the the weapons out of this country. You might have someone that will make the adjustments that would prevent that. But you're so busy trying to appease the other side, the other side doesn't care about appeasing okay. you. So you mentioned gun control, which I figured would be its own debate, but let's use that as an example. Uh, what do you think is going to happen when, if, let's say, Bernie gets elected? Okay. okay, and Bernie's like, guess what? Guns are outlawed. 
Actually, Bernie's trying to do a buyback program. Yeah, okay, fine. So they're going to offer people money, but buyback programs aren't mandatory. And even if you pay people for their guns, they would much rather have their guns. And there are plenty. I mean, are, are buyback you, are, programs have historically worked. And they second, work. You know how they work? They work for the poor people that are willing to that are exactly. that need the money. But aren't but, those the people? But okay, I, but aren't those the people that kind of need to not have the guns? Like. Aren't the people that need that money, like, going to say, hey, maybe guns are not the solution here? Well, I mean, you we've talked about gun control. You're not against guns. You have even, we've even talked about owning a gun ourselves. Yes, but I am against assault rifles. I am for background checks. I am for, I'm not saying outlaw all guns. And no one is saying that. What we're saying is that handguns don't do the same kind of, damage that assault rifles I, I agree do. and i can pretty much guarantee you that anybody that owns an assault rifle is never going to give that up for any amount of money well that's when because, you, that's when you ban them well, you ban assault rifles you're not but hold okay. on banning assault rifles is not the same thing as banning guns so so like quit it like you as a responsible democrat need to stop saying that that's the same thing that's not the same thing you know very well it's not the same thing and when you say when you use that verbiage all you're doing is using like conservative verbiage to like that scares people i'm not trying to scare anybody but i what i'm trying to get you to take into consideration is in one thing in in a war or in a conflict or in a battle even what you and i are doing right now debating there is always a need to anticipate how the other side is going to react and to not do that not anti- not even anticipate it not even think about what may how the other side may react to something you want to do is in my opinion irresponsible as a leader that's, that's what true, you do but i it's not that no one's anticipating it however like it i don't believe that there is going to be a civil war if Bernie is elected. No, I don't. I don't believe there's going to be a civil war if Elizabeth Warren is elected. No, but civil wars don't happen. Most civil wars don't aren't contingent on one event. There are a series of events. You know, even what happened in Nazi Germany was not one event that caused the rise of Hitler. It was an array of events. And, and basically true. when you start seeing similar patterns, that's when you try to watch out for you know, the path that you may be on. And when you swing a pendulum or of scale or a teeter-daughter one direction too far, it's going to compensate by moving the other way. And if you keep moving back and forth, eventually the system, whatever that may be, is going to rebalance itself in one way or another. That's true. But you should know that first, even Nazi Germany did not have a civil war. No, but plenty of other nations. We had our own civil war. We did, yes. Um, And again, there was all those people in the middle being like, oh, maybe we should just allow some slaves. Well, I... I we're like, not. We're not oh, talking. Be mad we're not Lincoln. talking about fundamental human rights. Um, like that. You don't think that we're talking about that? You don't talk, think that things like healthcare and education are fundamental human rights? Well, I mean, that's a. You the, don't think that people being locked in cages is a fen- fundamental human rights issue? I absolutely. You know how I feel about the about not even just the people that are in uh, you know uh, you know detainment centers or whatever they call them nowadays. But yeah, I have a very. Uh, I think it's impossible for people that go to prison to do anything other than crime once they get out. Yeah. It's, a, it's so an unfortunate system. So how is this system. middle of the road? Do you know who people like, do you think someone like Joe Biden's going to do a damn thing about the prison system? He's not. 
Well, I mean, probably not. But realistically, none of them do anything. Like, uh, and, and, you know, if you really want to get into it, how you really make change, how you really implement change that's lasting is you just tell people what they have to do and then you deal with the consequences. But isn't that exactly what we're talking about? And you're, you're advocating not, not doing But you're that. not even considering what the consequences I'm considering be. what the consequences, the consequences are going to be. consequences could be dire. The, it could be, but the consequences of not doing this are also as dire. I mean, to me, to, to not like that sounds like something like the Trump administration would do where, where they like they don't know that, that what their words say are powerful and that they have. You think they don't know what they're doing? Do you think for a minute that they don't know exactly what they're doing? Do you doing? really think that they sit around thinking that they're horrible people? Yes. You really do? I think that they know what they're doing. No, Maybe they don't think they're horrible people. No. Maybe they think what they're doing is justified, but they do know what they're doing. I'd say 90%, 99% of all horrible people on this planet have no idea that they are horrible people. They think they're good people. That's what makes them dangerous. Okay, it's because they have no idea what they're doing is bad. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. That's not true. People do horrible things that they know are horrible all the time. And we've watched plenty of documentaries about serial killers that know that what they're doing is wrong and they do it anyway because they don't give a shit. There, There are a subset of those people. But the majority of people, like I said, probably 99% of people, horrible people, have no idea that they're horrible people. They think they're good people. It's like, you know, you even go into, like, religion. Like, you, those priests, you know, like, that molest children, do you, I mean, do you think that they, like, they're, they went in to become priests. Like, you know, they weren't like, oh, you know, like, tons of hot boys around me. They probably went in because they wanted to do good and ended up being like... No, you know what they did. They they were attracted to kids, so they went into the priesthood hoping it would solve their problems and didn't realize that they were going to be I'm telling you presented right now. with we're, a bunch of... We're getting of, off. We're getting off topic. We are getting yeah. off topic. And, and we're, we're burning through plenty of other topics we could use for other podcasts. So let's, let's see. All right. Well, we'll talk about priests being molesters later. And we will talk about... I don't know. I don't even know what other topics we burn through. But I will say this. The topic at hand is whether or not supporting Bernie Sanders through his heart attack and not admitting or, or and not thinking that that meant his campaign was over did not make me a fanatic. Oh, well, you're just you're going well yeah, but that's the whole, the whole point is is that going back to that initial conversation the real line that call, caused me to call you caused caused me to call you a fanatic was when I said like well you have to admit that having a heart attack is going to hurt his campaign and you I said I believe you said end his campaign uh, no I said hurt I said I said I mean cuz remember cuz I we had a very uh, heated moment where I was like I just want you to say these words Having a heart attack is not a positive reaction, or not going to have a positive impact on his campaign. Wait, and hold on. You couldn't say it. That's true, but also it did have a positive reaction to his campaign. No, it didn't. He is doing better now than that has he nothing, was three months ago. It has nothing. So to do it with didn't the, have a negative impact. In fact, if anything, he's doing better now. Well, because Bernie, that's the whole point about Bernie Sanders supporters. They're fanatics in the sense that there's nothing that will will change about 
people that support him. They will support him, and they probably would support him more even having a heart attack. But we're not talking about the Bernie Sanders supporters. We know all about the Bernie Sanders supporters. They're sitting right in front of me. What we're really talking about is the independents, not the people that are giving money to the Bernie Sanders campaign. You know they support them. You know they probably saw those those Berniacs. I don't know what they're called now, but uh, the... uh, you know, they probably saw he had a heart attack and they're like, oh, geez, I better give him more money because, you know, they were worried, you know, that his campaign might be hurt by this incident. So, yeah, it would actually make more sense that he would get more money. But we're not talking about the people that donate to Bernie Sanders. We're talking about the independents, the people that are on the fence, these people that I frankly never come across in my own in my own everyday life because people are usually either one side or the other. But apparently, there's quite a few of those people that are like, eh, a little on one side, a little on the other. You know, you're really monologuing quite a bit today. You know that, right? I, I like the way the waveforms yeah, look I mean, when I talk. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, you're really just, like, having full three-page monologues. Go, go ahead. So, I'm saying that... Wait, hold on. I was so distracted by the monologues. I was distracted oh, by what you, <laughs> to what you were saying. So... But what I'm saying is that saying that a heart attack doesn't count someone out does not make someone a fanatic. And in fact, independence, again, at this juncture, if you're an independent, I don't even know what to tell you. To me, independence at this point, I understand someone who is undecided about which Democratic person they will support. I don't know what to tell Someone who doesn't know whether or not they're going to vote for Trump. Well, what do you suggest we do with those people? I mean, you know what my suggestion is, but like, I don't think I should say that on a podcast because the FBI would be at my door. (laughs) However, that being said, you can't, you know, I, I never believed in no child left behind and I don't believe in no voter left behind. If you can't figure it out at this point, like sit down and shut up like voting is not for you. Well, I, to be honest, I agree with you on that point because I, I think that you. So, gotta but be, why are you trying to? Not only why are you trying to placate? Why are you trying to force me to placate these people? So, what I am doing with my vote is saying I support this candidate, and I want to be clear to everyone listening that if it is. Elizabeth Warren, I will vote for her. If it's Joe Biden, even though, like, honestly, guys, I'm going to be really disappointed in us if it's Joe Biden. But if it's Joe Biden, I will support Joe Biden. I will support any person who is not Donald Trump in this next election. However, why would I, why does me having a favorite, the person that I thought should have been our nomination last time and who is doing very well this time, make me a fanatic? It's not like a a Ralph Nader situation where he's got 4% of the vote and no chance of ever winning. I'm sorry. Am I allowed to speak yet? Now you're allowed to speak, (laughs) yes. So I just want to make sure that that I'm not like, you know. Monologuing? Well, you do, but you know. If your goal is to beat Donald Trump at all costs, do you really think Bernie Sanders is the best person to do that? Yes, I do. Why? Because I believe Bernie Sanders stands for everything that Trump doesn't. And I believe while Trump has not lost fanatical support from his core group of hateful pieces of shit, he has lost a lot of support from people who thought that he was going to make their lives better. The people that were 
trying to drain the swamp and people that thought he was going to give them a break on their taxes and people thought that thought he, they were going to he was going to eliminate Obamacare and everything else that he promised the middle and lower class people that he was going to do like so I said how many Trump supporters do we see with stories about like that they're being attacked with health bills that they've been thrown off food stamps that they had their loved ones deported because they fell for his rhetoric and then regretted it so I think that yes I do I think those people probably will go to someone like Bernie who has a proven track record in those fields and voting record in those fields and second is taking positions that will actually help them you're aware of the fact that there are Bernie Sanders supporters that actually voted for Trump in this election correct yes and you're okay being in the same boat as they are. I am okay being in the same boat as long as we get Trump out of office. And I will have some yeah. very interesting bedfellows so, in that respect. So if that's the case, then you should want to vote for whoever has the best chance to beat Trump. Correct? Yes. But hold on. I am voting for the person I think is both best suited for the job and best able to beat Trump. And the fact that you disagree does not make me irresponsible. I think, you know, some of the numbers disagree. I mean, Biden's support among African-Americans is unparalleled. Unpa be I mean, I'm not going to even get into, like, why that is. You know why that is. We all know why that it's is. It's because he was Obama's man. Exactly. Yeah. Joe Biden has done but that's how nothing for black people other than he had a, that he served under a black president. Well, I mean... I, I'm not saying that's the right way to go about choosing your candidate, but it's how a, a demographic, a particular demographic that helped Obama win two it's terms. It's true, but they're not going to come out for Biden the way they came out for Obama. They're just not going to, because guess what? Like, people were excited about Obama. They were, okay? He was the first black president. Anyone with any dignity whatsoever was voting for Obama because you first I said first if you were an African-American of course you were gonna vote well for I mean Obama. you're all about progressiveness so why not endorse a female candidate wouldn't that be the most uh progressive candidate you could choose I don't believe in choosing a candidate solely because of their gender or their race for that matter I'm also not supporting any any of the hispanic guys out there i think the only one dropped out yeah okay so he's gotten yeah what was his name cortez Something like that. i don't know oh what he's, his name has got to be cortez no it was it was it's a like, spanish surname it started with a c so i'm assuming yeah that's it did it, it did start with a c i think mm -hmm. it was it castro oh castro i'm sorry i was not that far off i was yeah i was like you know i was thinking castro but that's just as racist sounding as cortez yeah, see, i'm not being racist um <laughs> It was a Hispanic surname that started with a C. But that being said, I wasn't throwing my support behind him because ultimately the same reason I don't particularly like Pete. Okay, well, that, that's, that's because fair. I, mean, I don't believe you're... in voting for someone that is only going to help one of the demographics being targeted right now. You're allowed to choose whoever you want to I don't support. think that you actually believe that. I actually that. do. I, I believe you do. I don't believe that you actually think that. You... Like, you seem very upset and about the fact that I am voting... For someone that you don't agree with, and more importantly, no. Let's than let's that, actually get. We're having a podcast about it no. because that's how much you disagree with me. No, that that's that's actually not where the disagreement is. I 
like Bernie. Bernie is a great guy. Bernie has some really good ideas. That being said... You're not voting for Bernie. Probably not. I mean, if I had to choose a candidate right now, I mean, I I would probably pick Warren. Yeah, that's fine. I would also be fine with Warren, but Warren's not... I think Warren is just parodying Though, of Bernie's ideas. If the numbers continue as they are, I might throw my support behind Biden just because he's the front runner. So you're going to throw your that Ian, that's the most ridiculous argument I've ever heard. I'm all about voting for whoever has the best chance to beat Trump. Okay, but that just means that I mean, he's most popular amongst Democrats. Well, that doesn't no, a lot of the, a mean, lot of these polls are not just they're not just polling Democrats for these polls. You know, the reason why Biden is ahead is Biden is ahead in the polls, and it's because they do polls with everybody, with all different kinds of people. And that's where the polls are. Also, I, I'm going to say this: Do you still trust polls after what's happened? No, I don't. So then, why would you throw your support after someone? Who the poll said is well. I mean, the person the I the runner. person I actually supported is no longer a candidate anymore. So I have to now f- do some thinking about who's. I mean, now now I don't get my dream candidate. So you know, I have to cut, throw my weight behind you know whoever I think is going to have the best you, chance. What the way you vote is like based on a popularity contest, and like I, I don't not lo- even in a good way. You're tr- you're you're hedging your bets based on who you think is going to be the winner, so you can be on the winning team. Well, okay, listen, I don't like this system any more than you do. I hate the way this system is. I hate that the fact that you have to be a freaking billionaire to run for president makes no sense. And it was not, not what the founding fathers Bernie ever Bernie would wanted. get rid of that. Bernie would not. Bernie can't get rid of some of that. The and whole he would also get rid of the electoral college. Um, anyway. That's fine. That's all fine. And I li- I'm all for getting rid of the electoral college. It would give power back to the ma- main metropolis areas, which, in my opinion... Are, are now quieted because they have so many more people, but who cares? They're in California, so, you know, who cares about them? So I'm all for that idea. But it's just not going to... First of all, he's not going to be able to do that. And secondly, the main problem with politics right now has nothing to do with how much money they can raise themselves. The main problem is super PACs, okay? Well, but that's the whole point. The super PACs was was already decided on by the Supreme Court. They went all the way and did it. There's no undoing that button. I mean, you can. You'd have to have a congressional... You'd have to have an amendment. You'd have to have an amendment to fix it at this point. But I think that that would be worth our time. In order, do you know what it takes to pass an amendment? Do you know when the last time America passed an amendment was? The, the fact that we've been sitting on our thumbs doesn't mean that we... I agree. It's really messed up. The it was way prohibition, our, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think there was... Well, yeah. I think it was re- technically the repeal of prohibition was the yeah. last one. But it was, I, I, for some reason, I'm like thinking that there might have been another one after that. Oh, but women's vo- suffrage? No. Women's got the vote before, before 19... Was it 20s? The, Did they? Yeah. I don't know this. Sorry, guys. I'm uneducated in terms of time. I mean, I'm not a history, you know. I'm going to look this up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Look it up. I'm going to. Women's suffrage. Suffrage, uh, 1914. 
Yeah. I'm just saying, like, back in 1914, they were getting a lot of shit done. I agree. Government used to be able to get shit done, and that was because government wasn't run by a bunch of billionaires, you know? And and basically, they rigged the whole system for the last, you know, 75 years to work in their favor, and it's, it's terrible. But, but don't you think that, that it is being... worth our time to try and undo that so that maybe, just maybe, we have a chance at making things okay? How you do that is by getting somebody in under the radar who pretty much seems like a moderate, and then just comes in there and does all this sort of crazy stuff. The problem with people who seems like a moderate is that they're actually moderates. Well, Joe Biden is not going to do I, any of I those agree. things. Joe I Biden agree. wants us to go back to 2008 when he was cool. I agree with that. But the point I was trying to make about about it, I, I don't agree with how the system it is. It's a, let's call it a game. It's a game, okay? And there are certain rules to the game. Do I like the rules of the game? No, I hate the rules of the game. But in order to win, in order to enact any real change in the game, you have to play by the rules to get to the top, and then you change the rules. That's how it works, okay? So in, in order to play by the you want to change the rules before we even you, before we even get there. What am I trying to change the rules about? I'm saying that like you you like we're going to elect Bernie because Bernie has all these great ideas. He's unelectable because he has all those great ideas. But hold on. Again, you're just deciding he's unelectable. Like there, I'm the not, only it, reason Bernie is unelectable is because people like you are like, "Oh, he's got too many good ideas, this, so we're not going to vote for this him." This isn't just me. It, there, there are, I said people like you. But there are a, good, a large subset of people, yeah, intelligent people. They're pe- called moderate Democrats. No, the, yes, there are a lot of, that's what I'm they're saying called. that there are a lot of people that actually believe that Trump is going to win re-election. Yeah. Okay? I don't want that to be true. But we have to at least consider the possibility and... In order to have put the best foot forward, I think we have we to. We need our passports, and you keep sitting on your thumbs about that one too. I'm not gonna abandon my homeland. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, you know that my... must be really nice to be able to have that choice, because they won't come after you. Well, you know, you're gonna come after me and my family. I'm gonna, you know, mess you up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kingston and I will be on the first boat out of here. Do you do you think that if something, if you and Kingston were in dire straits, that I wouldn't put my life on the line to? I save don't. You? Well, you've already told me that if Kingston and I were threatened, you wouldn't leave this country. I don't believe that leaving the problem is the correct solution. Um, leaving the problem is the safest solution. Well, yes. Do you think? I'm sorry. Do you think that the? Do you think that when people fled Nazi Germany, that like? They were irresponsible or like non-patriotic for leaving. I didn't say it was unpatriotic to leave. I just said that I'd rather fight to to stop it here than allow it to spread. Here's the but thing: the meantime, if we escaped, put- <laughs> if we escaped to another country, like uh, you've always talked about escaping to Australia, how long do you think it's going to be before if if the shit really hit the fan in America? How long do you think it would be before it reached Australia? It we'd at least have some time. <laughs> I'd rather fight the problem. But in the meantime, you, those people who do not have the privilege of being pale-skinned and male are under actual attack. So you can walk about the streets freely, but people like me will not be able to because we can't disguise ourselves. I think you're being a little dramatic. In Don't this you case. think you're being a little dramatic? I think we're both being a little dramatic. 
you're being traumatic because you refuse to even acknowledge that like there might come a time where we might need to leave and you're gonna stay here and you're gonna battle we are are getting off you're gonna battle like you're gonna battle for new california like you're gonna be the general of all of that and you know i mean like you wonder about our founding fathers what if all they just what if they they had muskets in (laughs) yeah and like i'm gonna say this I've not even seen you ever run one block. So I'm going to categorically say you are not equipped for war. I'm going to say that. I'm going to put that on the table. I'd say that's very rude. <laughs> like in your head, you're this like army general. Well, but I mean, like no. realistically, like, no, like you'd actually you not really, even. Do you like just think, I mean, you've watched me play ice hockey, right? Yes. Like, where Where I, there's fast movements and things going on and oh my fights. God. You're I've good lit- at hockey. I've like, literally oh gotten into God. fights and you're literally saying like I've nah, never I've never seen, seen one of these fights. I've never seen you run a block. You've never seen me fight in no, hockey? I've never seen you fight in hockey. Ask my dad. He, I've literally had sure. to defend my dad from First fights of all, like I'm gonna say this. Uh, trust asking your parents about something that you've done is never do you really an not, accurate do you representation. Really, do you of what really happened. not believe that I've never are you think just saying I'm a liar when no, I say I've I'm saying these that fights? they're probably a little bit exaggerated in your head. They're not. And I don't second, exaggerate. That them. doesn't like you like pushing someone with gloves on is not the same thing as you killing someone. First of all, a handful of times the gloves come off. Ooh. So do the hel- so does the helmet and eventually <laughs> the their jersey. Came off. It- <laughs> you know, you're being very rude. Very rude. <laughs> Making me seem like I'm this wussy who can't fight. I know how to take care of myself. Okay. So I'm just saying that, like, you're not exactly an MMA fighter. You know, I just hope that there's some sort of world apocalypse. And you're like, Ian, what do we do? And I'm going to be like, I don't know. I'm just an idiot, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, first of I don't all, know how I to think ru- you're being very generous in the idea that I'd be like, Ian, what do we do? You're going to be like, what like, do we I'm do? a damsel oh, in distress. Like, what would you do? Like, like, you know, we see nuclear bomb go off in the distance. What do you do? What I do you probably do? would grab us, like get us down as far down as we could get to protect ourselves. Uh-huh. And, like get as many supplies as we could. And just hang out I mean, downstairs. until we figured out what the hell was happening. But yeah, like we would have to go down there. But at least we would then have the car if we needed it. And we would have our supplies and we'd be in a protected area. Well, actually, that is the best course of action in yeah. nuclear blast. But mm-hmm. you know, just because you were right on this one, you know, what about zombie apocalypse? What are you going to do then? Huh? Zombie apocalypse. It could happen. Wow. I'm very glad how rational you're being in this. You really don't think a zombie apocalypse is a... A possibility. No, but even if it was a zombie apocalypse, I believe that we would again have to like get weapons and probably go downstairs. So we would well, have a you know what? Area. We wouldn't have any of those assault rifles because you made Bernie made us give them all back. Wow, right? that's yeah. great. We still have a knife, a wait, drawer wait full of to, knives. Waited for me to bring it full circle, right? Yeah, you know, you're oh, obviously oh, very only, clever. I only have this handgun. I don't know. I can't kill all the zombies coming at us. If only I had an AK, we could make it out of this alive. You know. You couldn't even shoot an AK. What are you talking about? I could shoot an AK. You cannot shoot an AK. Have you ever shot an AK? No. Okay. 
But I could probably do it. You could probably do it. I think I could. This is one of those times where you're like falsely confident about something you have absolutely no idea. Let's if you could go to. A, I mean, we went to a gun range, and when we came back, whose target looked better than yours? Yours did, but you don't hear me being like, "Oh, I can shoot an AK." Like you don't hear me saying those things because I'm like, I mean, maybe I could, but I'd probably need some training there. You you think there's training necessary? Yeah, I think there's training necessary. I don't know what Mia's doing, but she's like attacking. There must be a spider or something up there. Um, but yeah, so I no, I I don't believe that you would be our leader in terms of like any apocalyptic issue. I probably I probably would end up being the leader. Oh really? You would be the leader, R- really? Yes. You would be the leader. So you know, not the leader of like the world, but the leader of us. Yes. Oh. Oh, really? So me, me, I'm going to be in the corner and I'm going to be like, oh, Andrea, what do we do? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's what's going to happen, right? I mean, that's like basically what happens now. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like basically our marriage. Yeah, because that's what I do. I just hang around. Oh, I don't know what to do because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I mean, you never admit to being an idiot, but like. <laughs> I mean, is that how I sound too? Duh, I'm in. Uh, is that how I sound when I talk? I mean, I... Like, not to the untrained ear, but I'm just saying, and like, I'm not jumping to that conclusion. Super. I'm just saying of the two of us, one of us is the take charge person and one of us gets themselves real worked up over nothing. Oh, you take charge, huh? Yeah. Don't don't even bring in like meal choices. Oh oh, oh wait, so you just preempt okay, you so preempt my thing. You take charge, but the when, when you one but when, thing. wait wait, I, I want the listeners to hear this because this is what happens on a regular basis. <laughs> I could dedicate a whole episode to this particular subject. So, uh, you know, when you ask Andrea here what you would like for dinner, she never has an answer ever. <laughs> She doesn't know how to choose her own dinner. And then nights when Kingston and I aren't even around, she can't even make a decision. There have literally been nights where she's driven around for hours trying to figure out something to eat because I wasn't around to make the final call. Okay, so the one area in my life where I have a hard time making decisions... Please write in to uh, the hap- is it the happy or right? I, I, I didn't make this email. Buddy. I think it's the happy or right podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I'm pretty sure that is. And, you know, if you're listening to this, I'm sure it's in the description somewhere. But please email if you have a significant other that has a problem choosing places to eat or things to eat for that matter. Somehow I imagine if I wasn't around that I would come like, you know, like I was a ghost or something. I would see you in the kitchen eating a bag of flour because you couldn't figure out what to eat. No, I mean, I obviously fed myself before you and I got together. Like I obviously was fine doing that. I suppose that's true. Yeah. So like I obviously am able to. It just takes me a really long time. And the best scenario is usually when I like just meal plan for myself so that like there's food at the house for me and I'm not trying to pick takeout. The problem is, is that when you and Kingston are gone, I see it as like my one opportunity to like actually get to like get what I just want. And then I am paralyzed with fear. (laughs) Well, I think we've uh, gotten pretty far off topic we have but um, i don't know if there's any solution to this this debate of ours i think we've said a lot of things that 
there's just I, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this i disagree oh uh, yeah of course you with do. that yeah. because frankly i don't even think we've gotten to the meat of this i this might be a two-part episode maybe because maybe. we haven't even touched base on the fact that you were trying to tell me who to vote for no absolutely not yes and he I, was i want no yes he was i want to say on, a, on point that every single person gets the right to choose whoever they want to vote for but wow there is a right and wrong answer <laughs> <laughs> just like you know like like those trump supporters they had every right to vote for trump it was still the wrong decision that doesn't okay. First of all, just because you don't agree with something doesn't make my decision I know. Only wrong. only history will tell. I'm sure history that- will tell. And you know what? We're three months after Bernie's heart attack, and we've already I've already shown that you were wrong. And at no point have you been like, you know what, honey, you were right. Well, we will see. When, when you know, I hope that when when uh, after the election has gone past. People start listening to this podcast and they're like, hey, what's this episode? And they're like, wow, you know, Ian, Ian was, was totally right. No, they're yeah, going to be like, Ian yeah. was totally wrong. And like Andrea well, is I a mean, saint this, this, this remaining is, married This is going to be one of those. Maybe we do the second part of this debate when the election takes place. Maybe. Maybe that's when we do it. Well, Kings and I are going to be too busy fleeing the country. <laughs> so like, I don't know what you're going to be doing. Like you can be standing your ground. Well, I don't know. For, all, for all we know, it's going to be a Bernie uh Mike Pence ticket, you know, so. What? I, you know, Trump I, could get a, you know, something could happen to Trump. I mean, I'm not saying like something bad could happen to Trump, which, yes, something bad could happen. But I'm saying that, you know, he could get impeached. You know, his Republican Party could decide not to support him. It's true. After this Iran thing, it's, he's, he's going to he lose is, support. He has got a lot of targets on his back right it's now. true. No pun intended. Targets on the back, you know, no. not actual mm. targets. Mm. Oh, you don't like my dad jokes, huh? Mm. Oh, oh, because that's how I sound. I'm Ian. Oh, I'm Ian. Maybe I should do the oh. sign off like this. That is super offensive. Don't do that. Please edit that out. <laughs> what? That was just my stupid Ian voice. Yeah, but it sounds like I didn't say anything. You were the one who made the connotation to it. Now I, I mean, just gotta cut out that. No, like that's you should cut out that whole thing. Well, thanks for making my job difficult. Sorry, well, you did to... it. I didn't do that. The more we're talking about it, the more I'm going to have to cut this <laughs> stuff out. Well, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Well, I'm going to have to leave that in. Don't. It's going to be really I bad. didn't do I made a voice. I made a funny voice. We'll ah, talk about geez. it later. All right. Well, anyway. Anyway, I'm super glad that you all agree with me and that Ian is just trying to keep the status quo because he is a privileged white male. Good night, America. I don't even know how to respond to that. Um, why don't you write in? Why don't you tell us what you thought about it at the Happy or Right podcast at gmail.com uh, and let us know how what you thought. Um, I'm sure I'm going to see tons of people yelling at me for one reason or another but um because i always feel like i come off as a jerk in these but to be I, fair to be, it's because you come off as a jerk in real life. oh jeez. <laughs> well i mean you know jokes on you you chose me so that's true you must love the jerks i do <laughs> anyway uh thanks for listening and uh this is uh again the second episode of happy right podcast featuring uh, Berniac over here. Uh, so, featuring? Fe- uh, featuring? Starring? Berniac? Co-starring, I believe. Co-starring? Wow. All right. 
All right. Thanks for listening, folks. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night.